Welcome to another edition of Heartland History, the podcast of the Midwestern History Association. I'm your host, John Lauk. Today we are joined by John Kenyon, who is the executive director of the Iowa City UNESCO City of Literature. John Kenyon is a resident of Iowa City now and a graduate of the University of Iowa. John grew up in Des Moines. I also wanted to point out for our listeners that this is our 37th broadcast of Heartland History, and tomorrow is our one-year anniversary. So we hope to celebrate a little bit by uh, making a visit to Iowa City this week and spending some time with John Kenyon. John, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, John. John, why don't we start off by having you tell us about what is happening this week, uh, the second week of October 2017, in Iowa City, Iowa. Sure. Well, we have the ninth annual Iowa City Book Festival, which uh, started on the 8th and runs through the 15th. And uh, over the course of those eight days, we have 60 events featuring uh, about 100 authors and presenters and instructors uh, who will be uh, reading from their work, talking about their work, uh, helping people work on their own writing, and uh, just genuinely celebrating uh, books and writing. You know, John, it occurs to me, you mentioned this is the ninth annual Iowa City Book Festival. Um, a week or so ago, I went to the South Dakota Book Festival, which I think has been in operation about 10 years and the Twin Cities Book Festival is also going on at the same time as your festival. And I think that's maybe been going on uh, for five years or so. There really seems to be a boom in these festivals, doesn't there? Yeah, uh, I have noticed that myself, uh, particularly when I'm trying to uh, bring authors to town. And they tell me that, sorry, I can't make it because I'm going to another festival around that same time. You know, it seems that, uh, you know, as the publishing industry spends less on uh, promoting books individually, uh, opportunities for authors to kind of gather and congregate at festivals offers a great opportunity to kind of fill that gap and, and give a lot of authors and a lot of readers the opportunity to interact with one another in a short period of time. Yeah, I think that's interesting that uh, there's kind of some spontaneous order emerging here in the literary world. People are self-organizing when the uh, big publishers are, as you say, doing much less publicity. So tell us about, uh, you're the executive director of the Iowa City UNESCO City of Literature. Tell us what UNESCO is. Sure. Well, UNESCO is the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, and it's affiliated with the United Nations. And so as I explain it to people, uh, you, the UN kind of handles the, the hard side of things, the uh, diplomacy, the uh, you know dealing with international incidents and, and military actions. UNESCO is kind of the softer side of things. It's using education and science and culture to try to bridge gaps between uh, communities, between countries, and to really uh, foster uh, goodwill uh, among uh, different countries using uh, those uh, different ways to connect people. And so um, UNESCO back in 2004 created what they call the Creative Cities Network, and they established criteria in seven different disciplines. Uh, so literature is just one of them. Uh, there's also music, film, gastronomy, crafts and folk art, media arts, and design, and encourage cities around the world to apply. 
And so uh, Iowa City uh, applied uh, back in 2006, and in 2008 was named as the third UNESCO City of Literature in the world. So we uh, followed Edinburgh, which was actually the um, founding member of the overall network. Uh, Melbourne uh, snuck in a little bit before we did, and now we've since been joined by an additional 17 cities of literature around the world, including Heidelberg, uh, Dunedin in New Zealand, uh, Granada, Barcelona, uh, Reykjavik. Uh, you know, they're all over the map. And uh, we're one of 116 cities in the overall Creative Cities Network. Well, that's wonderful. Congratulations to Iowa City. Of course, Iowa City has... Uh, many uh, attributes uh, that lend itself to such a designation, uh, including the Iowa Writers Workshop and the International Writing Program uh, there in Iowa City. Can you tell us about how they work with you to uh, promote this designation as a city of literature? Sure. Uh, so the designation is really for the entire city, and even we here locally think of it as, as kind of a regional designation. We have a, a couple of smaller communities that uh, are all kind of part of our metro area here, and uh, so the designation goes for all of those areas and, and for writers of all stripes uh, throughout that, and so you know programs like the Writers' Workshop or the International Writing Program or translation workshops, Spanish language creative writing program at the university here, all of those, you know, we've worked with them to you know, bring programming, uh, to shine a light on what they're doing. Um, you know, a lot of those programs are the best in the country uh, as independently judged. You know, the Iowa Writers Workshop has you know, long been known as the best writing program in the country, but there are a lot of other programs here that are just as uh, lauded, though they may not have uh, the same profile. And so you know, we work with them to try to raise that profile and let people know about all of those uh, amazing literary assets that we have here. So do um, local uh, literary uh, figures such as Marilyn Robinson, do they speak at the Iowa City Book Festival ever? We have had Marilyn at the Book Festival, and, and she has helped us out with other events as well. Uh, as you can imagine, there are uh, some increasing demands on the time of, of folks like Marilyn Robinson. And, and so when they are able to uh, help us out, we always appreciate that because we know that, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are asking uh, for their, their time and, and their talents. And, and so, yes, they definitely do uh, help out. And that's a uh, wonderful support for our organization. So John does, uh, does the UNESCO program in Iowa city get some funding from the United Nations, or does do you have to do that locally? Uh, we receive no funding from uh, UNESCO or the UN. Uh, everything uh, that we do is funded locally. Uh, luckily, you know, my organization is an independent nonprofit that manages the designation on behalf of the city. So it's the city's designation, but we manage it for them. Uh, and the city does provide us uh, with uh, some funding and a lot of support in other ways. Um, my office is in the Iowa City Public Library in some space that's granted on an in-kind basis. And, you know, it's wonderful to be surrounded by books and the people who love them. And um, we, we receive uh, funding from other sources here in the community. We uh, pursue grants. We uh, take individual contributions. And, and we cobble all of that together into a budget that allows us to do uh, a lot of great programming and other things throughout the course of a year. 
So let's talk about your career before uh, joining the City of Literature program, John. You grew up in Des Moines and are a journalism graduate of the University of Iowa. Tell us how you came to be interested in journalism and writing and literature. Well, ever since I was a a young kid, I loved writing and actually had uh, an elementary school teacher recommend to me that uh, a career in newspapers would be a good one for somebody who liked to write as much as I did. And and, uh, I pursued that and ended up here at the University of Iowa and uh, worked on it. Eventually, I was the editor of the Daily Iowa, the student newspaper here, and, and uh, then went out in my career. I spent about 10 years at uh, in, in the Iowa City office of the Cedar Rapids Gazette, which is kind of the, the larger regional paper here in eastern Iowa. Uh, I left that after a decade and helped to start uh, an independent weekly business paper and was the editor of that for uh, eight years. And then um, during that time, uh, what we had secured the designation from UNESCO. And, and the way that works is that UNESCO really, at least at that time, back in 2008, uh, when things were still very new, essentially just conferred this designation on a city and then left the city to their own devices to figure out what to do with it. And so here locally, it was decided that the folks that had originally put the application together, um, which is this uh, beautiful 75-page dossier about the literary assets of Iowa City, uh, which can still be found on the website of my organization, which is um, Um That group uh, was charged with figuring out what to do, and they eventually decided to start this independent nonprofit. Uh, I uh, was friendly with some of the folks that were involved in that and have uh, been a fan of literature and, and an amateur scribbler all my life, and so uh, I made it known that I wanted to be involved in this in some capacity, and so I was named to the board of directors of the organization, and uh, after a couple of years of serving in that role, I had grown very passionate about what we were doing, and when our uh, first executive director moved on, I threw my hat in the ring and said I wanted to uh, continue and get even more involved with what we were doing, and that was about five and a half years ago, so it's, it's been uh, an interesting uh, ride with a few twists and turns, but uh, I, I've landed in what feels like a perfect place. Wonderful. Well, I'm curious about this. Uh, you mentioned you were the founder and editor of this uh, business journal, the Corridor Business Journal. Um, it, should I assume that when they talk about uh, a corridor, they're talking about the Iowa City Cedar Rapids Corridor? You should. You should. And just to clarify, I was the editor, but not the founder. I worked okay. with uh, the founder, uh, another gentleman. Uh, he put up the money, so I want to make sure to give him ample okay. credit. Good. Uh, but uh, I was the founding editor of that magazine, of that uh, journal. And uh, we did cover the uh, Iowa City Cedar Rapids Corridor. That's uh, an uh, area that has been kind of dubbed the corridor. It's been called the Creative Corridor, the Technology Corridor, the Creative uh, Cultural Corridor. Uh, it's uh, an area that's definitely growing here as Iowa City and Cedar Rapids kind of expand and, and will probably eventually uh, connect at some point. Well, I remember driving uh, from Iowa City up to the Cedar Rapids Airport many, many times, so it felt like they were all connected to me. So, uh, But let's get back to the, uh, to the Iowa City Book Festival, which you're hosting this week. Uh, one of the uh, areas of emphasis is going to be uh, the 50th uh, anniversary of the International Writing Program at the University of Iowa. Could you tell us about that and some of the authors who are coming in uh, who are associated with that program? Sure. 
International Writing Program is celebrating its 50th anniversary, and so over the course of the last 50 years, they have brought around 1,400 writers from around the world to Iowa City. Um, the program, when it was founded, uh, and, and continues to this day, to bring in a cohort of international writers to Iowa City for a fall 10-week uh, residency. And so this year, I believe they have writers from 34 different countries who are here uh, right now. And then in conjunction with the fall residency, they have brought in uh, some alums from the, um, the program in the past, and they will be doing programming throughout the course of the book festival. Uh, I'm just kind of looking through a list. We have uh, writers uh, who go right back to the very beginning in 1967. Uh, the, the writer Yah Hussein from uh, Taiwan will be here. Uh, we have uh, Bi Feiyu, who's a, a very well-known best-selling writer from China, uh, who was in the program in 2006. Uh, Lorna Goodison, who is the uh, poet laureate of Jamaica uh, and who was in the program in 1983, uh, will be here. And so uh, there will be panel discussions during the day uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday that feature these uh, alums. Those will all be at noon at the Iowa City Public Library. Uh, there's a big gala uh, celebration on Wednesday um, where the um, a, a lot of programming will be tied up in, in bringing these alums uh, out and um, having them talk about their experience and the work that they've done since. And then on Saturday, we traditionally have always had uh, panel discussions where we blend international writing program writers with the American writers that we typically invite to the festival. And uh, this year we have a handful of those as well that we will uh, be holding. So there's a lot of opportunity throughout the course of this week to hear from an amazing cross-section of uh, some of the best writers in the world who will be coming back to Iowa City this fall. As I recall, and my memory may be off, so please correct me, but one of the founders of the Iowa Writers' Workshop was the Cedar Rapids native Paul Ingle, and Paul Ingle may have been the first director of the international writing program there at Iowa. Is Does any of that uh, ring true? Uh, it is. Uh, Paul, who was uh, a longtime director of the Iowa Writers' Workshop, uh, left that position in uh, the mid-1960s, and with his wife, Hualing, founded the International Writing Program. So he shifted from uh, teaching the best and brightest uh, young American writers to bringing uh, some early to mid-career international writers from around the world to Iowa City. And so, uh, yeah, Paul is, is very much <clears throat> a, kind of a founding father of the city of literature, as we call him, and uh, had an awful lot to do with... Uh, the success of both of those real cornerstone programs for us. Uh, since we're talking about Paul Engel and he was from Cedar Rapids, um, I'm curious to know to what extent the uh, festival focuses on writers from the Midwest or writers who are interested in uh, using the Midwest as a scene in their literature. We focus quite a little bit on that. Uh, you know, one of the challenges for us as a book festival is that we are in a community that has very strong literary programming. So any night of the week, uh, you can usually go to Prairie Lights Bookstore, which is our you know, nationally known independent store, or uh, to a lecture at the university, or just an independent uh, event, and, and hear an amazing writer. And so, you know, a lot of times I'll be looking 
uh, to build the schedule and try to find uh, authors, and I'll think I've landed on one, and then I'll look at the Prairie Light schedule and realize that they're booked to be there two weeks before our Brook Festival, and so I have to start over with that author. And so, you know, one thing that we've done is try to build a, a festival that both brings in authors perhaps from different genres or, or different you know, subsets of the literary world that don't typically come here, but also then to shine a really bright light on local and regional authors who maybe don't get as much opportunity uh, to shine given what uh, they have to compete with sometimes uh, in terms of kind of the literary stars here in Iowa City. And so we have a lot of uh, Iowa City-based writers, Midwestern-based writers. Uh, I, interestingly enough, a lot of times a big part of my job in the days right before the festival is figuring out how we're going to pick up all of the authors who are flying into the airport here. And this year, most of the authors are driving because they are coming from around the Midwest. So we have a really strong Midwestern uh, kind of feel to the festival this year. Well, that's perfect for the listeners of Heartland History. So I hope uh, many of our uh, listeners head over to Iowa City. I guess the book festival has already started, and uh, there will be a big crescendo this coming weekend. I should note for our listeners that uh, this program is being taped on October 9th, 2017. So take note of that uh, before you drive to Iowa City. Make sure the festival is still going on. Today we've been talking with John Kenyon, the Executive Director of the Iowa City UNESCO City of Literature. And John is directing the Iowa City Book Festival, which is now going on and will last for about another week. John is a graduate of the University of Iowa, and he has been director of the Iowa City UNESCO City of Literature since 2002. You have been listening to Heartland History, the podcast of the Midwestern History Association. I'm your host, John Lauk. Our podcast is produced by Aaron Babcock. Thank you, John, for joining us today. Thank you again for tuning in to Heartland History. If you would like more information about the Midwest History Association, visit us at midwesternhistory.com. You'll have access to information about memberships, news about upcoming conferences, calls for papers, and panel proposals related to Midwestern history. You might also be interested in subscribing to the print journal, Middle West Review, or reading our online journal, Studies in Midwestern History. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, and you can find us on Facebook. Until next time.